0: Welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love, like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity? So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the business success show with myself, Mac Atram and today I have a special guest, Adam Sinkus, and he's all the way from Florida. So he's joining us with, from Florida. His specialism is helping people uh, in digital marketing rather, helping his clients who specialise specialize in roofing, Um, And those type of services so he helps them to really capitalize on the use of digital marketing So we're going to hear more about that in a moment Regardless if you're not in the roofing business, it doesn't matter because the principles still apply You've got to know how to do these things and how to understand if you've got the third party doing it doing it for you What are the things that you must know so they do a good job for you? We know today we live in the digital world you can't get away from social media as much as you want you can't get away from google because that is the daddy so whether you like it or not you need to be aware of these things so adam Thank you for joining us on the Business Success Show. Over to you. So, Adam, tell us what you do. I, I, I hope I gave it a little bit of justice, but tell us a little bit more.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you did a great job. Yeah. So, uh, I'm the managing director of My Roofing SEO, and what we do is we help uh, certain companies in the home services, construction trades industry, um, really build their digital channels. These are industries that are very tactile, so they're they're the people that are out knocking doors. You know, they have canvassers. Um, you know, so they tend to be very tactile in how they approach marketing. They like, you know, things like newspapers and, and radio ads and TV ads, but uh, we help them kind of break into that space of how do I become relevant in a digital first world? And, and that's, you know, that, that's where we're at today. So, um, that's how we help our customers uh, and what I, a little bit about what I do.
0: All right. Thank you. How, How long have you been in that? How long have you been a digital marketer then if that's the right term?
1: Um, I'm going on four four years officially now, but you know, yeah. the principles, the principles in themselves um, apply in so many different spaces, right? You know, it, I I've been a, digital junkie for my entire life. So, you (laughs) you know, I I love social media, and and digging into technology and websites and all that stuff. So it's it's kind of been a passion for a long time.
0: You know, when you said you've been a digital junkie all your life, the thing that popped into my mind was, what was your first computer? I know my first computer. (laughs) And I won't tell you what year because they give my age away actually I'll tell you it's 1980. It was a Commodore uh, 64. I don't know if you remember yep. those. It's a Commodore 64, a very old machine. What was yours? <laughs>
1: uh I had a custom built the 286 that ran on r- ran on a DOS prompt. So
0: yeah, the DOS prompt, <laughs> I remember it well. Wow. Yep. There you go. Yeah.
1: Didn't so, even have an IBM interface over it. Just just it was just a straight out DOS prompt.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a yeah, I I I know which one, I know what you mean. So tell us about the age we're living in now. The people who you're working with, and I presume some of them have old style websites that are doing nothing for them, and they call you in and say, "Hey, we we want to get more leads. How how can you help us?" So what's your process? What do you go through?
1: Yeah. So you know that's an interesting question, right? You know the 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 reality is is that consumers are digital first now, you know, Hmm. almost 80% of the buying process happens before I even talk to somebody on the phone. Right. And what does that mean? Well, that means that they've spent time on Google, they've spent time in social media, they've asked a whole bunch of their friends across the worldwide web for recommendations, um, you know, to find these companies. Then they go to their website and they start looking at their website. Is this person even credible? Do they do they actually have a legitimate business? Or is this John who's working out of his garage and and just pretending like he's knows what the heck he's doing? <laughs> right. right. You know, and 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 so the reality is is that we have to think about how customers are coming to us. And it's less about digging through the yellow pages and picking up the phone. And it's more about, you know, getting in front of them in social media, getting in front of them um, on Google, you know, in search analytics, right? And and that doesn't mean that they're going to search, you know, John's roofing company. They're going to search roofers near me. Right. And so Mm -hmm. how do we how do we get you to show up for the terms that people are actually searching? And that that's that's really what it's about. It's, a, it's not about um, going to your customers. It's about helping your customers find you where they're already at.
0: I love what you said there, Adam. You said, look, 80% of uh, the buying decisions are already made before you start speaking to them. So they've yeah. checked you out, they checked out the competitors, they kind of have a, a feeling, oh, I might want to go with this person. And I suppose the only objection is price and deliverability and credibility and all this kind of stuff. So I love that. So let me ask you this. So, what works currently now? Because, you know, I've been in business for more than two decades, and how we used to find clients before, how we used to advertise before, has changed dramatically with the era of social media and vid- use of video and everything else. So, what's working well for your clients currently?
1: So I think we need to break this down into two spaces, right? Because B2B is different than B2C, right? You know, it, it's a different process, though Though there's some crossover. In the B2B world, um, you know, being on LinkedIn is is pretty much a, a necessity, right? You, you have to be there. That's where people, you know, business leaders are searching for their next service providers, their next credible coaches and consultants and all those people that they IRA. right. You know, you also need to be engaged in professional groups, your B2B professional groups, right? So for roofers, um, you know, we're engaged in the Western States uh, Roofing Association. We're engaged in the National Roofing Contractors Association. Um, Not because we're roofers, but because that's where our clients are seeking information from, Right. So it's about being engaged in the spaces where your B2B clients are seeking their information from. Um, And, and, you know, a lot of it also is about relationships as well in the B2B space. You know, most of the business I do B2B starts out with a relationship, whether it be directly with the person that I'm going to engage in business with or even referrals because you know some they they heard from one of their friends hey i'm looking for a marketer and oh i got adam he's a great guy you know let me connect to you and and that starts conversation right so that's the b2b world you know and so social is is a very important part of that but having a really solid website Mm. is also going to be an important part of that too because why? Well, B2B has a little more risk involved with it when they pick a service provider um, for any kind of services that they're, that they're looking for. And so having a website that makes you look credible, has information on it, ha- is regularly updated, is something that these people are looking for when they pick service providers, because they need to ensure that they're trusting their, you know, million, five million, million, $10 million business with you. They need to make sure that, that the risk that they're putting their, their business in is worth, you know, the, the person that they're putting in front of that risk.
0: I love the strategy you said about. I go where my potential clients clients are. And I'll tell you why, Adam, there's so many, as a business coach, there are people who come to me and say, Mac, I'm not getting, I'm not getting any clients. I'm not getting, I'm not closing. And I'm saying, and I have to go back to the minutiae to say, okay, let's really tap into your niche. What is your niche? Who is your niche? Oh, uh, well, everybody will buy from me. Well, that is one of the big, talkers us, tell us about, about, tell us about that. Because I've been, I, I can speak about that. So I'm blue in the face. Um, that you've got to know who you're speaking to, then you're going to know where they hang out, what they like, what they don't like, how you're going to speak to them, what their language is. Go tell us a little bit about that, Adam.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're first of all, my, my favorite phrase is if you're trying to market to everybody, you're actually marketing to nobody. (laughs) nobody at all. Um, But, you know, it comes down to this, right? You know, so first of all, understanding who your clients that you already have are, right? This This is where I tell everybody to start. Go look at your client list, go look at every sale you've had in the last year or five years and put them into buckets of who they are and where did they come from, what do they do what industry are they in how big are they you know whatever buckets are appropriate for your business but bucket your current list that will start your path then i tell them focus on the biggest two buckets that you have these are your two primary niches right so if you have 10 people in bucket a six people in bucket b and three people in bucket c Focus on A and B. That's the majority of your clients. Those are the people that are already coming to you that already trust you. So the that's where you start. Now you can go look at your client list and go, well, what are they like? What are their businesses like? How many employees do they have? How much revenue do they make? um, you know, do they, do they do this type of marketing? Do they do that type of marketing? What social platforms are they on? Mm -hmm. Um, what kind of things do they search on the internet? You know, these are all things that help clue you into, um, who they are and, and will help put you in front of them from not only a space, but a message perspective as well. Because this is what people often forget, right? Mm. Understanding my avatar isn't just about getting in front of them in their space, but it's about putting a message in front of them once I'm in that space that speaks directly to them. Can you write a message that speaks to everybody but feels like I'm only speaking to you? Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I suppose the tighter that bucket is, that grouping is, the easier you, you feel like like you're dealing with roofers and these type of building service providers and you mm-hmm. can talk their language you can talk about the hammer or this tool or that tool or this thing and and um you know starting very early having customer complaining in a certain way you can use all that language but if you're talking to everybody um, yeah. it, it just doesn't work so i love that thanks thanks for that um what the um so someone says, "I've got loads of followers, loads of followers, but I've got no business. I've got no clients." And I'm thinking, <laughs> "Okay, you've got loads of followers. So what is what what is going on? What is going wrong, really? Someone's got tens of thousands of followers but not making any money. What's going on? What's wrong?"
1: So this is the raving fan strategy, right? So this is what this is what I, it comes down to. Number one is I would rather have ten raving fans than a thousand mm. followers every day of the week why because raving fans are buying from you followers are just people in the world Mm. that have no no inclination or no reason to buy from you right and and this is a the fallacy you see on social media all the time they're like follow my page follow my page follow my page right and that's great to get some follow numbers because follow numbers do impact credibility Mm. um but at the end of the day if i have ten thousand followers that are um, you know that aren't in the roofing restoration home services and construction industry well they're really not doing me any good because i'm not messaging to them and they're not buying from me right, right? you know so um i always tell people focus on building raving fans how do you focus on building raving fans well first of all is you you need to build messaging that is strategically engaging them as a customer, right? So asking questions, having clear call to actions, driving them to places like your website, your other social channels to seek more information from you, right? Um, Second of all is you need to figure out and position yourself to be their hero when they're in need, right? And so what do I mean by that? People don't buy just to buy. They buy out of necessity to solve a problem. Right. So if I can be their superman Mm -hmm. when the world is crumbling down in front of them and this problem, then I'm going to create a raving fan out of them as long as I can solve that problem for them. Right. So how do I position myself? Well, that's messaging about common problems that people have. This is about talking about, you know, roofers. Um, Often I, you know, I talk about um you know social media strategy with roofers because they they see the value in places like facebook because they're like well we get a ton of business from facebook but we ran an ad and you know and we got no clicks on it right well okay why why did that happen well you didn't target you weren't messaging the right thing you know whatever the reasons was so you know, we, we talk, we give specific messaging to specific problems mm. so that we feel like we're talking to people and we can come in and be their hero. They go, Oh yeah, my roofing SEO. They talked about that and, and they showed us how to solve that problem. Right? So now I go to them because they're going to be my hero. They're going to be my Superman to, to save my, save the day at that moment.
0: Wow. I like that's a nice explanation. And so for those of you listening in right now, it's Adam Sinkus here at the Business Success Show. Who do you need to be the hero to? They've got a problem. They've got a challenge. You come along and say, I have this for you. And and it will help you to alleviate your pain, your problem, your challenge, and you can have an easier life and easier business. Who do you need to be the hero for? What, What group of people? And I love what you just said there. Tell tell us, um, Adam, what is a digital brand strategy? reason why I ask is people go out there, they see this company doing this, they see this influencer doing it, and they just copy willingly, mm-hmm. right? Without knowing what they're doing. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Yeah, so digital brand strategy, right? So, so let's break this down, right? So there, there's a couple things there, right? So first of all, it's about where you're at. You know so understanding first of all where where are my customers at and being there right Mm. the next piece is what do i need to support where i'm at right so what other pieces do i need in play you know so if all my customers are coming from facebook and instagram well i probably still need to have presence on twitter i still need to have presence on linkedin i still need to have a website i still need to have a google my business uh, page you know so i still need to have all these other things Though they may not be primary drivers, I may not do a ton with them. What else do I need to have so that I can stay relevant in in front of people, right? right. Um, and then we look at what content are you putting out, right? There's there's website content which is very, you know, sales typically very sales driven content, right? I'm calling calling them to buy my services, right? Then there's blog content which is more in that informative space there's service pages and service-based content you know i help roofers solve you know with social media strategy so that they can go beyond spend more time on more on roofs and i can make i can make sure that they're getting in front of their customers right Mm -hmm. um so you know and then it's thinking about how you're positioning your content right so this is the other piece this is the piece where most people get lost Mm -hmm. They put out whatever's on the top of their mind today. Yeah. Right. And that's great if you're running a personal account. It's phenomenal. Right. Because it typically leads to really relatable content that people tend to like. You know, it goes back to this likes and follows thing. Right. But as a business, you need to put out content that drives people through a process to buy from your business. Right. And so there's tons of, you know, tons of models out there. We use consideration, uh, awareness, consideration, decision. Um, I just like the simplicity of it, you know. What
0: is, what is that awareness? Uh, tell us yep. about that awareness.
1: Yeah, so when you're thinking about your your potential clients, mm-hmm. you're bringing them through three stages of buying, right? So right. I need to make them aware of my brand. I need to, I need them to understand who my brand is, what we represent, who we're about. Um, I need them to start considering what products and services I offer that might be a fit for their business, right? right? You know, so this is a a discovery phase, right? You know, we're starting to create interest that, hey, you know, okay, I need help with my social media. I need help with my website. I need help with a logo or graphic design work. You know, we're starting to kind of put all that stuff in. The last phase is that decision phase. This is where they decide who they're going to work with. Are they going to work with you or a competitor? right this is this is when they're ready to buy Mm -hmm. and so our goal is to move people through those three stages and get them to choose us as who they're going to buy from versus a competitor and so we have to sculpt our messaging as a business to include all of those phases and depending on where your business is at right depends on how you move through that and that this is where the strategy piece comes in and well-established business needs to mix in all three of those types of content into their content strategy in a week where uh a brand new starting out business Mm -hmm. needs to move through those in more of a linear fashion to start off with right right because you know it and so every business is a little bit different in how they move through it but you have to have a clear strategy a clear goal and the goal can't be just to put out social posts and get likes and followers the goal has got to be something that's going to drive your business forward this is the other mistake that people make in marketing is they go well i need marketing somebody told me i need marketing but they have no idea what that marketing should actually be doing for them from a business perspective
0: absolutely absolutely have you had any thanks for sharing that by the way have you had any situations adam and i'm sure you have that's why i ask of uh, speaking to potential clients these prospects and they say oh adam yeah i yeah we we can do that ourselves we can post here we can do all that kind of stuff and um and you can see clearly it's not working but they are resisting to work with an expert like yourself
1: Uh, All the time. Right. So like every industry, there are, I call them the, the bottom, bottom dollar chasers, right? These are the people that, you know, um, are advertising the 499 websites, the, I can build you a website for free. You just pay hosting. You see it all over social media all the time. Um, and, and the reality is, is yes, they can build you a website. Yes, they can, you know, they can do all this, the stuff that they say they can do, but they don't do it strategically. They don't do it with a background in business or marketing. They're doing it purely from a, I can make you something shiny. And, and so what I find is you're, you, I, I don't try and sway those sway people away from those. If that's the, the solace that they've made, that this makes sense for my business now, cool. Yeah. You go do that. Here's my information. Let me know when you're ready. Here's the next steps that I think you're gonna need after that, right? So I don't try and push them on that product or that I'm gonna go fix whatever this person might screw up, right? Mm. I just lead myself into, well, here's the next steps after that. And here's how I can help you achieve those next steps yeah and and so it's when we think about it from a marketing perspective we're we're never going to beat the the overly frugal people true yeah right yeah. they they've made a mindset that they're going to be as frugal as possible yeah in this and it and there's plenty of different reasons it could be budget constraints it could be time restraints it could be you know that that they just they don't see a value in it which you know um, the the reality is, is people still, still, even in this, they don't see value in websites because they're like, well, I'm going to put a website up and nobody's going to go visit it. Well, it's because they didn't put the right website and so many other factors, right? So you're always going to be fighting this, these, these gremlins, so to speak, right? You know, the, the key is to show them what else they can get from you Mm -hmm. once they've overcome that gremlin or in the case of a recent client, um, I put a bid in almost seven months ago, uh, for them and they chose another developer. Um, and here we are, you know, about five months later, I, my phone rings and they go help. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so, you know, we, we helped them through the challenges that they had. And, um, you know, and now as a result, you know, now we're their, their go-to marketing company, you know, so it's, um, you know, so sometimes just by positioning yourself and not being, uh, defensive about it, right. You know, not being, not attacking that they're never going to succeed if they don't use your product yeah. often sets you up for better long-term success with those people.
0: I love that. that. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. The, um, we live in the advent of not only social media, but video. Mm-hmm. Are you helping your clients with video? And if so, it, what's working, what's not working. And again, it's another digital. It's another way of marketing, but again, I'm sure the same principles apply whether you're using yellow pages or video or using social media. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no video uh, video is so, so important. Um, it's something I encourage all my clients to do uh, and, and use in different ways. It, it really depends on, on how we're implementing it within a strategy for them, but Um, you know, podcasting is, is a huge opportunity to market your business. Um, you know, definitely, definitely love that. It's a great way to create stupid amounts of content that Mm -hmm. is easy to repurpose in all kinds of spaces. Um, you know, also, you know, TikTok is huge. Like everybody, everybody knocks TikTok Mm -hmm. for being this, you know, well, my 14 year olds on TikTok, (laughs) right. You know? but there is a lot of business happening due to TikTok. Um if you haven't uh, heard of him Well and Septic Life is one of my favorite creators on TikTok. He runs a um, he runs a Well and Septic company in North Carolina and and uh, he talks about his business, how he treats employees, leadership, challenges that he has on his TikTok and um he's got he's gonna probably bridge pretty close to 1.5 million followers by Talk the
0: wellness and, we're talking about wells and septic tanks yes, really,
1: really. <laughs> wow he's gonna he's gonna probably hit 1.5 million followers by the end of the first quarter this year Good. Uh, or for next year yeah but can you imagine what 1.5 million followers could potentially do for your business like we're not talking a thousand followers this is the one uh, this is the few exceptions to when followers matter right right. but he's got such a huge awareness of his business out there well guess what he becomes now the go-to for people in his community he only serves a local community because he can only drive his equipment so far yeah um you know but he's Think about the level of awareness that he has in his community because of that reach.
0: Yeah, he's always going to be in demand. Uh, Exactly. In that local area uh, (laughs) with that number of people who are actually listening, watching what he's doing. Yeah, I I see that. Fantastic. And I'm glad you mentioned TikTok. Um, And again, you know, someone like him, you'd have thought that maybe he'll be on Facebook he is (laughs) he's on facebook as well right but
1: yeah he's everywhere right 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 right. you know and and i don't i don't always push people to say you need to be everywhere all the time right because the reality is is we are business owners we have businesses to operate you need to be present on the spaces where your clients are coming from
0: that's important right
1: and and you know you should have a presence everywhere Mm. But if you have to choose, if, if you only have a, a half an hour a day to spend on social media, spend only spend a half an hour a day and focus on the platforms where most of your clients come from. I mean, the, the, that's just the reality of it. Don't, don't try and be everywhere all the time with 800 posts. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I tend to tell most of my clients, unless you have time to manage a Twitter feed all day, every day, don't spend a whole lot of time on Twitter. Um, it's, it, the average post lives like 6 minutes which means you wow. need to post between 20 and 40 times a day to be relevant on the platform yeah yeah you know so where like instagram facebook linkedin i can post once a day and go back and engage some comments mm-hmm. and be considered relevant on, on any one of those platforms
0: Okay, great. I've got one more question for you. Um, Adam, I love what you said so far, it makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure it's giving people food for thought. And as to what they, they maybe they need to consider what they're doing in terms of their digital marketing. And the question I have for you is this, what are maybe two or three of the biggest mistakes business owners are making in regards to their internet strategy, their digital marketing strategy, What's the, what, what, what are two or three of the biggest mistakes they're making, which is actually in a fool's economy, it's, it's actually, they losing money, not making money.
1: Yeah, no, uh, this is a great question. Um, so I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit this in three different approaches, right? So, so we're going to talk website, okay. um, number one, number one problem I see is you go to, you go to a website and there's no clear, there's no clear, uh, messaging about what they do who they help and how they help them mm-hmm. right so so you have to be very very clear in your messaging uh, and it needs to be easy for people to find when they click on your website it should be very very clear very very simple for them to understand what you do and how you could help them Got it. i mean it really is that simple from a social media perspective um, social posts have no strategy to them, right? The, there's no path that people can follow. There's no rhyme or reason to what you're posting, uh, from day to day, you know, you're, you're not leading people to, uh, to continue to follow your content. You're grabbing them for this post today and maybe a post a month from now. And, and a post you know, a couple of weeks after that, instead of, you know, walking them through, I I'm running a series right now on, um, on some of the flamboyant marketing tactics that that um, some of these like course creators and coaches use like the you know the the outrageous you know the outrageous offer like i can make your business grow to six figures in 30 days <laughs> you know yeah uh, you know, and and so i'm running a series on that because and i'm leading people down a path right so i introduced it i'm going to talk about a couple of different pieces to it and then how they can use that ethically to market their own business, right? And so now we walk down a story, right? So that's that's the uh, that's the second piece. The third piece um, that I see people making a mistake on is they think they need SEO. Um, in reality, they just need a clear strategy for their overall marketing. Mm. You know the the buzzword is SEO. I need SEO for my website. No, your website just needs a clear content strategy. You you just need. You, you need to make it clear what you know, what your company does, how it does it, provide information, provide resources for people, there's just no overall strategy laid out, you know, how do I tie my social into, um, you know, into my website, you know, so um, having an overall strategy to work towards a singular goal, mm. um, or a couple of goals, even, you know, um, depending on the client, um, is important. And everything has to be pointed in that direction.
0: You heard it here first, Adam Sinkus. Now, Adam, for those who want to get hold of you, they want to connect with you, what's the easiest way for them to learn more from you or get hold of you?
1: So um, you can hop on over to our website, myrooferseo.com. If you go to myrooferseo.com slash find us, you can get our free marketing checklist. It's a great way to get started to figure out what you need to work on and, and what you're doing well. Um, I'm also rampant on LinkedIn and Facebook. He's pretty easy to find there uh, at Adam Synkus. Um, and you can hop over to the winning tactics.com, uh, which is my podcast, uh, where we help small business owners with actionable insights that they can use to move their business forward. So those are probably the three best ways to get hold of me.
0: Awesome. Well, it's been a great pleasure to have you here on the business success show for those who are listening in, watching in, um, yeah, subscribe, um, like share, you know, tell send a good message about Adam and what he's doing. And, um, We will catch up very, very soon. Adam, I want to say thank you very, very much for being here, for spending time with us, for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and your experience so people can have a better experience in regards to digital marketing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to speaking to you very, very soon. Thank you. You're most welcome.